Okay, so uh, today on the Grub Enthusiast, we're going to talk about a few different places I've been visiting. Uh, Phil's Barbecue uh, is a place I go to with some regularity. Um, I really liked the barbecue for a long time. I uh, wasn't aware of the fact they had something called a, a rib tickler that I'm really fond of now. It's a uh, uh, $8.99. You get one large rib, one pile of fries, one, two uh, large onion rings, and a big pile of coleslaw for $8.99. And I just, I can't get enough. Uh, it's it's uh, the ribs are perfect. Everything's about to make my mouth water. I was gonna say your mouth. <laughs> make me my mouth water. Um, yeah, and and it just I I'm, I'm applaud those people over there because I would go in there on previous occasions and spend about, um, you know, uh, six dollars for one rib, which was never enough by itself a la carte and or having two ribs is twelve dollars and i'm like twelve bucks and then by the time you get a si- you, you get anything. the side order of something or if you want to get three ribs it's way too much and you get fries and a side but like you know you now you're you're getting retarded why is three ribs too much it's is, just too is much that a, is look that a- i go and have the rib tickler and the rib tickler is one rib two onion rings a pile of fries and large coleslaw and that for 8.99 i come out of there and they have to roll me out and i leave fries behind okay but if I go and buy ribs in the past by themselves, then I'm buying one uh, buying one rib for six by itself, or buying uh, two ribs for twelve. But then I'm, the rib is like it's it's not it's just ribs. So right. you no if you orders. if you get something with a side, that rib tickler is right on the money. And if I'm not mistaken, they actually have um, they have a uh, uh, what is it called? They have um, two ribs for twelve. Three ribs for eighteen with the sides, and no one's eating that. You're always gonna walk away spending eight eighteen bucks so you can make sure you have enough meat. But now they have this tickler, I'm all in. It's super good for eight ninety nine, and I could get I can get eight ninety nine, get a couple of beers, walk out of there spending about twenty bucks, twenty some odd dollars, and I am I they have to roll me out. So I really enjoy that. Um, besides, you know, now they have a couple locations. They got one in Rancho Bernardo. They got one in uh, San Marcos, and one now uh, also well, before they always had one in San Diego. So, um, they, somebody was telling me about Mike's Barbecue and how much they like Mike's Barbecue. Uh, my, you were saying earlier that we had tried it long ago and they opened up. Yeah. And I don't think I ever really liked them. No. Uh, well, you weren't impressed. We went there, you know, because it's new and it was in Escondido, which is close to where we are. And mm. you know, we had been going to Phil's Barbecue down in. San Diego, Point Loma, for some time until they finally opened one in San Marcos. And we would have driven down to Point Loma to continue Phil's Barbecue versus going right here in our backyard, Escondido, because you just weren't impressed with it. It wasn't wasn't that great. I do remember, though, they had a... a, The location was pretty nice. The location was, you know, close. It's ideal. It's, It's convenient for us. Inside was fine you know they have lots of tvs and a nice bar and everything so it was fine but the food was just not that memorable mm. and i'm a clearly big, clearly I, or you would have gone back i'm a big beef rib fan I've, I've come to the realization that i'm not a pork guy um i just <clears throat> standard pork from the uh, market hmm, i can't do it <clears throat> the I baby rack ribs are so yum you know They're what? So I, I just I just like beef ribs bone. better. I like the flavor better. There's a, a meaty brininess that comes from the meat when you get a, re, a beef rib or a pork rib, and I just favor the beef. Just has an essence that I like. To each his own. Yeah, to each his own. And um, I tried to like pork ribs. I tried to be a huge fan of pork ribs. 
Well, let's put it this way. Years, For many, many really... years, you were, because we would go to Houston's, now, th- another that's a fabulous different, one. That's a different animal, though, because Houston's is a sit-down place. Is a, they used to have quite a few of them. We've been going there since 1993, and uh, I was, I've was i always been a huge fan of their ribs. They, they don't have the same porky uh, brine flavor that, that, they, that a lot of places have, and they're not overly done. They're not overly done uh, with sauce or, or even a, uh, um, a brine, for example. They don't have that. They don't do it. So my understanding of what they do, and I've done it in the past, is to do a shallow poach in the oven. Uh, and then after they're done, when they're ready to fall off the bone, stick them on the grill and let them smoke with some, you know, your uh, rub or whatever. And they come out fantastic. But they do take a long time to cook. That's why I don't do it. But I do like Houston's pork ribs. They are, to me, the best. Um, they're not overly saucy. They're not overly spicy. They're very, very just. They're perfect for me. And, okay, so you yeah. do like pork ribs. I, I you can, just like I do there. like baby backs from Houston's, but not really anywhere else. And um, I mean, I'll eat them if they're there. I'll have a couple, but I, I'm not like a beef rib. Keep me away. Try to keep me away. But you did used you to know. eat the the baby backs. Um, at Phil's for a long time. I mean, you still do. You still, I mean, you'll have a couple from the kids. Yeah. And, yeah. I you mean, know, you seem to enjoy well, it. I, I enjoyed it because I didn't have a beef rib. Do you see? Uh, <laughs> so, my son. Out of necessity. Our son is a huge fan. Or of the was, baby back. Was. And, and he would be, you know, eight. And he'd eat a whole rack by himself. And there would be a couple of bones left. He was never very good at cleaning the bones. No, terrible. He would, he'd like, you know, leave half, of, half the meat on the bone. And so I would go, you know, there because I didn't order anything for myself. I would have the leftovers and it, it, you know, it was fine. But to me, there is nothing in succulent meat wise, delicious smoked beef rib. Nothing better to me. And if you take that, combine that with a, the new, uh, what is it? It's not new necessarily, but it's be uh, the stone delicious IPA. They go very well together. And and just speaking of stone. Stone, listen, if you're listening, Stone, you're probably not. But if you're if you're if you're listening, Stone, I'm sorry to tell you, I've been to your place a few times. Your location's awesome. Your beer selection's amazing. Uh your food It's subpar. It's subpar. And I haven't been back in a good minute, but every, the three or four times that we'd gone and taken people there, expecting to be blown away, it was far less than expected yeah it's sad because like you said the location the ambiance everything is fantastic everything is everything's on point yeah it's great it's beautiful but the food you get it you're like and and look not to be critical but i've I've now been shown the correct way to serve serve your uh delicious ipa um (laughs) uh, phil's barbecue in their bar i don't know what they call these taps but they have the taps that have the inch of ice all over the exterior of the delivery tap the, the part that comes off the bar, that comes up into that L shape with the little spigot at the top. Yeah, that rig, they have these uh, the, these you know taps that have an inch of ice. So that is not normal? Are you saying when you go to bars, most places don't have this? No, they don't have it. They have, they have a tower that comes up, and then the beer gets channeled through into the tap out the spigot. And but it's and not cold. N- I'm, uh, no. I, you know, it could be. Not cold enough. But think about it. Your 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 tap lines go all the way back to where the walk in or the reach in fridge is, okay. And in that distance, even if it was super cold at the time that it, you know that it was in the in the walk in, or even down below underneath the, the counter where they have a reach in fridge, that beer, if it as it comes through the hoses, it's passing through who knows where, 
And then as it comes out through the tower and up through the spigot, it changes temperature. But See? in reality, like this is all a, in reality. A matter, I'm t- just saying you, it's great. Not, but this is your love. You love it cold. What if the lot of people out there are saying, no, I, okay. it's perfect the way we have. Okay. It. Well, people listening for those of pe- the people who have poor taste in temperature of beer, <laughs> please, please uh, submit a comment or, or even text me. Okay, send me a Facebook thing and tell me extol the virtues of the right temperature. The right beer. temperature for delicious IPA because and, and to does me, it matter with cold. The type of beer? Um, certainly, certainly. Um, I think for me, um, I like uh, Guinness room temperature or abouts. You know, cooler, cool room temperature. Mm. Um, I like Corona's cold. I like uh, most beers cold. I'm, I was used to be a fan of the Stone IPA, their first beer. And it was it had a nice, good flavor, well-balanced, lots of different components. You know, you could get pick up all kinds of different flavors. And then I kind of lost track of them for a minute because I wasn't seeing that St- Stone IPA. They had a couple of them out there, you know, a couple of different things come out. And I was like, yeah, all right, fine. I'm not a big fan. It felt to me like I was eating a loaf of bread every time I have a glass of beer. I get filled up really quickly. And I'd be like, I don't want any more. See? Yeah, that doesn't now, seem like a good thing. No. And that's bad. So they must have been toying around with that idea. And then uh, the Stone IPA, the Stone Delicious came out. And I can literally have three of them very easily. Two, I'm starting to feel giggly. <laughs> really? Yeah. And three, you may have to carry me out. Mm. But you know, I have never ventured to three. But boy, have I been tempted. Really? Why haven't you ventured? You really because yeah. you really feel it like it's not I feel, a good idea. I feel giggly. Like I mean, if a cop pulled me over, I would literally would be like, be. "Dude, why'd you pull me over, bro?" Oh my gosh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And so, um, just thought maybe not be, a good idea. It'd be best to just you know refrain. Refrain. Yeah. yeah. Because uh, it's no good. Um. Anyways, yeah. Uh, Stone. I'm sorry to tell you, you could take take a note, man. Take a note, fella, because you could definitely improve your dealio if you uh, got those icy covered taps that just the, the beer comes out perfect. I, in, in fact, I'll tell you why it's perfect to me, why I know it's perfect, because I don't feel full. And I do not. And I definitely want another one. Why don't they just make the the temperature of the keg, wherever they're keeping it and the things? Why don't they just make that colder? Well, big problem is, is if it gets too cold, which is hard to balance. Because people keep, they usually walk in and out of those walk-ins a lot, mm. which changes the temperature. But also, you, so you're, you're toying with the idea that unless you have a secured beer fridge, mm-hmm. okay, you're going to the temperatures are going to fluctuate in the fridge, and you don't want that. You want it to stay cold. And if you if people have started adjusting the temperature in the walk-in to accommodate that differential, mm-hmm. which means it just goes up and down, and you're trying to make it colder to keep it cold, then uh, what'll happen is. Uh, you you run the risk of freezing your beer. Oh. Then and when you go to put the put the tap on, all that comes out is foam. Oh. Because it's now a solid, or becoming a solid. So then, it seems like the easiest solution is just to have a colder the tap. <laughs> so why don't look at like, you why with the big brain? Just do it. I don't know. Well, there's got to be uh, reason. They're pricey. I would imagine they're pricey. And there must be some other down downsides, but I don't. Or it know could any. be personal opinion. Maybe people don't like it that cold. You know, listen, they those people. You should, right you should sign off right <laughs> now. You should sign off. Sign off. You know what? Go look at what's that guy, Daniel Zimmerman, something like that. The guy that what's eats that? anything, eats bugs in, in Cambodia. Oh. Yeah. Go listen to that guy. 
Go listen to that guy. You don't want look. Yeah, go eat some if testicles. You, yeah, I mean, if you like room temperature food, go eat a testicle. Yeah. That's what basically everybody's saying. Go eat a testicle or go eat some yeah. colon, some butthole. Well, someplace. look, all I'm saying is this, is that the beer to me is markedly improved by having the right temperature. And I don't know why, but I have not up to, up to previous before the IPA, this delicious, I did not feel compelled to have more than one or two. Now, when you went to Joe Jost's, jo and they, Just, and they yeah. would give you a nice cold, I mean, I thought their beers were really they, good, too. And they would give it to you in this icy schooner. The, the, by the way, if you don't, people who don't know Joe Jost's, uh, Joe Jost's is a bar that's been around since like, something like 1920-something oh, in yeah. Long Beach. And uh, there was a guy named Joe Jost, and he put up a little, like, kind of a really narrow bar. It was kind of a very long, narrow spot in Long Beach off of Anaheim. And they, they make really simple food, really delicious, and they have pickled eggs. They have these things called specials, which is a uh, two slices of rye with a uh, old-school sausage or hot dog down the middle split with a, um, a, a slice of dill pickle down the middle. And it's a wedge, it covered, so a wedge covered covered in jack cheese, and I think they put mustard. And mustard. In it. Yeah. And to me, it's simple simplicity at its best. However, it is delicious. I have noticed though, as I've gotten older, they do. If you have more than one, the combination of all the pretzels, the sandwiches, those heavy duty sandwiches with a couple of pickled eggs, which I always like to have at least three or four. Dang. It's hard to imagine. I know. Mm-hmm. But um, when I do that, to me. The next day you will pay because that hits your stomach like a rock. Boom. Okay. <laughs> and you will be fighting to pass that thing for a few days. Well, then I've, I've never had that issue. But then again, I've only had one special and one egg. Yeah. No. See, so. I, I double down. I don't get there very often. So when I do do it, I do it. Yeah. Okay. So Joe's anyway, something to be, going something back that to that be beer, though, they used to have Paps uh, PBR, which is the Paps Blue Ribbon, yeah. and they used to serve it in a, a ice cold schooner. It, it's basically and, carbonated piss. But it was really good. Nah. Why did it taste so good? You know, I mean, let me tell you. Like they say, it's it's amazing what people can get used to. <laughs> okay. So it was. I'm, I'm just I'm saying. Delusional. It, it is a a light golden beer. It is not. It's not light like. You know, like less calories, no. but it is a just a simple, like a pilsner. It's just better than uh, a fucking Budweiser. I mean, that's to me uh, awful. People well, love know, Budweiser. I don't get that I either. Hate em. I don't get it. That, yeah. that to me is like having piss. Oh I'm my like, god, they're all pissy. You know, even Corona can be pissy. I don't know. I like that one. I Put like a little a, lime in no, it, and you know, it's. It, I I found that I like Corona by itself. I I occasionally, I'll go complete Mexican and put. Lime and yeah, salt. Yeah, I prefer Can. lime and salt in it. But it's oftentimes, delicious. a Corona with a sandwich or a burrito or whatever is it's good. The light. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> or and some people would do that thing with a, a micha 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 qué? Oh, Michanella. You, micha, yeah, you mix it with um, Michelina. Michelina. I don't know. Oh yeah, that sounds. Michel. Good. I don't know what it's called, but tomato juice and all this jazz. Michelada. Okay, it's good. I like it. I too much work. Too much work. Caroni Ronis in a, in a bucket full of ice. But just if sitting coming there from a man that off. likes, um, that loves Bloody Marys, you would think that that tomato you know, and beer you know would be kind of. You good. know what's weird though? I also like macaroni and cheese out of a box. I also like, um, you know, I like simple old shit that I grew up on. You know, like to me, to me, really, you want to get you know guttural and down and dirty old rocket old school like like 
the dawn of creation. Rum and meal, mayo and mustard, iceberg uh, lettuce, uh, uh, hot. Uh, what's it called? Tomato, bologna. A slice of tomato bologna. and a then a slice of bologna. Well, a couple yeah, slices. Yeah, a couple of slices of bologna. Some cheddar cheese. With, oh, I thought you were gonna say the American cheese. No, well, is it a, no, old school. Uh, cheddar cheese. That's what we had, and we we stood in the line for the cheese, and then um, that. That's almost, and that, okay, wait, and take it a step further, go right on to the Campbell's Bean and Bacon. Yuck, you just okay. lost me. <laughs> yeah. And, well, you, the I know you're, you, I know, I know you're, a, you're a Campbell's tomato. I'm a Campbell, yes. I grew up on the Bean and Bacon. Yeah, I grew up you on You grew tomato. up on the tomato. And so, for me, uh, that is sometimes just as pleasurable as going to your favorite sushi bar. Now, yeah, I mean, I guess it depending on what your mood, yeah, your mood set is, yeah, of course. Yeah, and yeah. that you made me. I'm, well, number one, it's it's lunchtime, and yeah. you made me super hungry, and now I want that. Yeah. So, you know, <sighs> being yeah, it sounds delicious right now. So, anyways, just I mean, just coincidental. I mean, I went to culinary school. I I am was a chef at one point, and last night for dinner, what I ended up having was a uh, two week, well, t- a seven to ten day old container of. Uh, what is it called? Baked um, beans. Baked beans out the fridge. That was my dinner. And it was, I didn't need anything else. I was thinking to myself, I know the Brits, they love to take this uh, this, you know, this bean concoction and they like to spread it on toast, on sourdough toast. And that's their, their comfort food. I've never tried it, but I thought to myself, well, you know, why don't you be a little more, be more of a sophisticate and get yourself something to accompany this beans. And, but with every spoonful of this delightful, you know, sweet bean concoction. I sit, I was like, no, it doesn't need it. These beans stand alone. I was telling you about this cardiologist that I was listening oh, to, shit. right? Yeah. And it oh, was, you told me about the beans. Yeah, yeah beans are bad for you. how they're saying beans have, what is it, lectins? Okay. And that like wreaks have it on your stomach, I guess, well, for some people. Fortune, fortunately, and also it makes, it cra- has you crave sugar. So well, it fortunately, ends up, fortunately for me, I, I don't have, I didn't have any cravings for sugar. And I didn't. Um, uh, but that had the sugar. It had what sugar. Was, yeah. But I mean, you know what? Listen, I don't eat them every day. Uh, I am, you know, I am round around the middle, but I've always been round around the middle. So, uh, even without the beans and I'm, I don't eat enough Mexican food to, to say, Oh, that's true. We're not the typical yeah. Mexican. Yeah. So, um, so look, let's wrap this up cause I'm hungry <laughs> and, um, I, I was thinking about where to go for lunch, what I should do for lunch. And, um, maybe we should go to lunch, but I started thinking about, well, okay, what do I do? And, um, I think we have, what are we gonna do? Where should we go for lunch? Where could we go for lunch? In the, in the close proximity, there is a deli. There's crap. There is a subway, which is always not good. And um, I can't think of anything amazing. Well, that's not true. I took you to an amazing place the other day. It wasn't amazing, was but it was good. What was that? Oh my gosh, you already forgot. I took you to the lazy H. Oh, yeah. I gotta oh, take sp- you there speak, for dinner. Speaking of that. That sounds pretty good. For dinner? I could eat that right now. Oh. Yeah. I could eat that right now. Bloody Mary uh, Club sandwich. I had or that club. shrimp cocktail was pretty awesome. The shrimp cocktail was awesome. I could do that. I know you can, but I don't think I can. Okay. Sadly. But I would like to go for there for dinner with you. 
Yeah. And eat some steak. You know, I realized that. You said you were in the mood for steak. Well, let's get back to this. Let's just cover this really quickly so we can wrap this up. We went to this place called the Lazy Age in in Valley Center. Uh, It's an old school place. It's been around, what, 70 years? Mm. As a restaurant, I think since the... Right, but it's been. It was a. It was, at one time, it's it was been a, around since the twenties. It was a private residence yeah. or a ranch at one point, large place, and it has little bungalows where you can stay the night. Now it's a hotel and a spa. Or, no, not and spa, it's got just... this old school, nineteen fifties era restaurant uh, that looks like it's been that way since the fifties. And um, it sure smells like it anyway. It's got that. It's got that old school, you know, smell that like it's Musty. been there for a million years, and it's got that. It's kind of a, a kind of a sour kind of smell in there anyways um it's got an old vibe i mean the vibe's so old it was old when i was born that's how old it was and i think somebody knew that somebody young that has never experienced a place like that might get turned off by the smell and all this because we've we've experienced that before but see it wasn't a turnoff i think the problem for us too is that uh why it might appeal to us is because uh we kind of that was the the heyday of america you know, the 50s and prosperity after the war. And, and the, you'd go to places like this place was a place that, that John Wayne favored. Mm-hmm. For those of you who were born after 1980, John Wayne was a, <laughs> a guy, an actor from the 30s and 40s and 50s and all the way up to the 70s. Um, he was a, a, a Western cowboy, actor. Western, cowboy. Mm-hmm. And this guy was a huge star. Big, biggest name in Hollywood. But he used to hang out there. And they'd go in there for Bloody Marys and cold beers, and they would probably wreck the joint every now and again. So we went there the other day just to do a little recon, and we found uh, the food was charming, very basic, very simple. But you know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of something that, like something that your grandma would do, you know, like yeah, back in the Dizzle day. Old homeschool like yeah. what you find at your own home. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah but with a step, you know, like, oh, it's like this. Like they, what they've done, what they do, is small they have a very small menu but what they do they do with us uh, um um a very elegant simplicity it's just now we've only been for lunch so we have to that's why i said i okay. want to take you for but, dinner to see what it's you like you know what i'm gonna say that's like listen, that, that would be like going to grandma's house for a gourmet meal yeah you know what i mean mm. yeah. you know anyways um but the, but the, what, what they do do well it was awesome that they had they make an amazing bloody mary it's like they've been that doing it so good. long, buying the same mix, same ingredients, same hands making it. Perfection. Utter perfection. Um, the um, bar is small and rinky-dink. As a matter of fact, we were joking around. We were sitting at the table. I was just putting my... I was, like, I was tapping my hand or doing yeah. it, tapping the table with my fist. Mm-hmm. And it seemed like the whole room shook. It did shake. Yeah. It didn't seem like it. It did. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, okay. It's like I this know. extension, like a patio that was built onto the the restaurant. So seventy years it's ago, it's like you know, it's really yeah, it's very flimsy. Yeah. But you know, let me say it this way: um, right outside the window, this big picture windows, uh, they had all these little um, hummingbird humming, feeders. hummingbird feeders that were being well attended to because there must have been five or six hummingbirds on every one of them. At least, and they're yeah. right near the window. What an awesome, awesome thing to do! Mm-hmm. But it felt like you were just staying at your grandma's ranch. Yep. Is what it felt like. Yep. Um, but very comfy. cool, comfy, very yeah, real, real comfy, cozy. Um, you know, lots of very good thing, a very good experience to have on the way to you know I don't know the casinos Casino. or something, mm-hmm. and uh, very quaint. You know, 
Anyways, um, and not something that I would say a five star gourmet. Absolutely no. Uh, but if you're looking for something to do, something you can, simple, something and simple good, and you know, good, yeah. honest food, this is it. Yeah. Uh, it's a very good thing. We actually make me want to go back again. Those bloody mares are calling my name. <laughs> Anyways, um, so let's let's recap here. We talked about the lazy age. We talked about Phil's Barbecue and its new edition of the Rib Tickler, one of my favorites. Uh, what else are we talking about? What else are we talking about today? Well, we said we didn't really like Mike's Barbecue, and we, we also no, said you know we what? didn't really like Stone. We, we need to give that a chance. We need to give Mike's another go around because maybe they've come up some. Well, you know, that's right there near your work. So oh, and it's popular. you should go there at it's lunch. It's popular. People like it. But I, I don't hear anybody talking about it from work, which is strange because it's literally right there. That's what I'm saying. Go, go yeah. check it out. And um, what else? Uh, stone. 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 Now, Stone, don't get me wrong. You guys are bojillionaires and everything is kicking on like, like Bruce Lee, right? But when I was there last for the three times I went for your dinner, sadly disappointed. High prices and subpar delivery and some of it was just like simple crap like the kid we took the kids yeah and you just want to have something like simple for a kid let's say a burger whatever and fries they don't have fries i mean if i yeah. last recall it was like you get some chips stone kids don't want stone the, kids want the fries if you're listening stone we're not we're not boohooing you we're actually just trying to do a little constructive criticism, criticism here, yes. okay uh-huh. and you know these are all easily done and maybe you think differently but I'll say it to you as the consumer, somebody who's buying your product. Um, it, that delicious, delicious beer is has to be served cold. Can't be kind of cold. Can't be almost cold. It's got to be dialed in 100. And Phil is Phil's Barbecue in San Marcos has my 100% vote for serving the most delicious, delicious IPA there is. But, make, I mean, it's stone, so you can tell. Yes, say, stone, yes. Stone, you love your beer. It, it just... just Needs to be served. Just properly. execute it better. That's all. No, no, and no. And in your no, own no, no, place, no. you got a beautiful place, but really, you just got to improve on that food. Yeah. yeah. It's little oh. things. Like, I think it was oh. bread, something, something we had once. It was like the, the bread was awful. It's a big place. Was, you know, it's a big place. And maybe, you know, from kitchen to table is kind of a weird deal. But, um, anyways, just do it better because uh, we want to like it. Yeah. And maybe, look, in all reality, Stone, you may have enough business already. Uh, yeah. Maybe you're not, maybe you don't care about my little little bit of money that I'm dropping off there. but I think a lot of people don't care because they like the ambiance so much yeah. and they may like the beer that they're willing to overlook the fact that the food is not... Well, under, see, you know, on a podcast called Grub Enthusiast, then we have to address the food in every place we go. Right. Because otherwise we'd be saying location enthusiast. We'll, we'll do that later. No, And right. then we'll talk about no, the no, ambiance. No. But that's the thing. But, you're right. It has to... It just... it's And it's personal preference. You look, know, we just... Oh, you know what? Look, I'm going to do one more shout out. We also went to um, one of our favorite old school haunts back in Laguna Beach called Las Brisas. And uh, Las Brisas is a Mexican-themed restaurant on the coves above Laguna Beach. and on they the On the cliff above the cove in Laguna. Anyways, this place, we used to be able to go on Saturday morning and hit the buffet for about 11 bucks. They came with everything under the sun, and it was immaculate. The food was amazing. We went back recently because uh, we kind of, you know, we yearned for those days. We took our youngsters, are now 11 and 13, and we said, look, we used to go to this hot spot on the beach, tat, 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 amazing food, really cheap, da, 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 da. 
So anyways, we called up. They said, well, you know, it's $33 now, $33 uh, for uh, per person for the Saturday buffet. We go, you know what? It's so good. We're going to come down. And I asked them, though, what are you doing now that's different? Because they said, oh, yeah, we've like we revamped everything. Everything's changed. And we've added seafood to the buffet. I'm like, OK. All right. Okay. So, so you're adding seafood. W- with we'll, Under those we'll circumstances, a, I'm hearing this from, my, from you. And you're saying, I'm going, Shh. we're going to go down there. And it's going to be three times as good. Right. Right. So and as we go over there, it seemed kind of light for Saturday. Yeah. And um, it was uh, the, the weather was horrible unfortunately right but we went over there anyways sat near the window and we really expected to be blown away now the innards of the restaurant look fairly still, nice still look, they actually updated it a few yeah. things look real nice the layout looked a little better again location is awesome awesome and even they they put like uh like uh italian glass all around really beautiful now so i'm like oh okay dining room looked amazing but empty coincidentally mm-hmm. and it was oh, 10 o'clock in the morning yeah yeah it should have been thumping and bumping so we go over there. My my kids and wife are there um, loading up their plates, and I'm looking at the food, going, "Hmm, looks a little different." You know, it was totally different. I was looking for all of the mm. stuff that made it delicious when I went there. I mean, they, they I had mean, a simple everything thing. Everything was gone. They had one simple thing that was a crepe. One of these various things they had. It wasn't like they had a selection of crepes. They had one crepe, and I'd look forward to this crepe. Yeah, it was, it was my just stunning. There. Yeah, and we'd go. Well, the crepe was gone. And for whatever reason, somebody had a genius idea of how to make a crepe with a tortilla. And I was like, you can't do it. <laughs> I, because it's a Mexican restaurant, they want to make it. Sure. But, no, uh, but, I totally understand. Yeah, I get I it too, but it's but like, come on. It you can't use a corn tortilla good. to make a crepe. Can't do it. So uh, you try as you will. Know there's going to be ramifications. <laughs> so anyways, um, we go. We, I load up my plate. I'm noticing that they uh, were doing uh, their their omelet bar. Their omelet bar was different now. In, it's not- yeah, it was not the same place, and it was they were using waffle irons. Now I don't know where this genius idea came out, but somebody misstepped because it cooked the egg in a very different way. It was almost overcooked. it was overcooked and it was fried, and it literally it was it was aerated like a waffle. <laughs> Didn't make any sense. I got to my table. I said to them, I said to my wife and kids, how's everything going? And I looked in their faces. It wasn't, it wasn't too excited. No, we were, I mean, I was afraid to tell them this is awful. Yeah. So I'm kind of, they're trying to look, you know, give me that, the, the stiff upper lip and give me the, you know, everything's fine, dad, because <laughs> we built it up so much. And then um, I, I go and sit down and take my first bite and I'm going, okay, well, that wasn't as good as it looked. And I took another bite of something else. Well, that wasn't as good either. And then I mean, uh, even the simplest, I mean, things that should be simple. Yeah. Uh, like well, the egg and the bacon. Well, and, oh Your my son god! Oh my god! Loves bacon. Oh my god! Yes. And all he wanted was some eggs and bacon and thick you know, bacon. And he goes in to take a bite of this bacon that is literally covered in all sorts of spices and sweetness. And you're like, what the hell is this? I mean, you have to wipe it off. It was so full of brown sugar, but sugar and um, herb. other herb. Yeah, yeah it, it was, was weird. And then the, the potatoes were equally bad. Uh, they took a simple roasted potato and added so much spice and herb on it. It didn't make any sense. It ruined it. So I all know. I know is this. Um, look, Las Brisas, we're going to come back again. We're going to come back. We're going to mm, try it in the future. Sure? Okay. We're going to try again in the future. Only if they change that. Of course. I'm of course. I'm not going there if they have waffle iron eggs anymore. <laughs> so, um, but you know what? The, uh, we're going to try it again in the, in sometime in the future. Hopefully you've resolved the problems. Uh, but uh, yeah, but so, the management it, you did. I mean, well, you have to at least say you you talk to the manager and explain explain to him what you know what you had. Well, 
well, this enjoyed what happened. so much this, from the past this is what and happened. what the heck happened. I'm really critical when it comes to food, as you might imagine, having a podcast called Grub Enthusiast. Um, I went to culinary school. When I was going to this place long ago, Las Brisas in Laguna, I went before I went to culinary school. And uh, this is 13 years ago. And, I, and granted, you know, things change. Management changes. And, you know, you can't expect it to hold up. But for the time, it was amazing. And um, we went back again. And I, and I started going through my food and realizing this was all wrong. And once I did... I said to myself, "I got. What am I going to say? How am I going to get out of this? I, 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 I mean, I wasn't trying to get out of the bill. I was going to eat and just take my licking and my take my 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 beating and go. But I said, you know what? Okay. So at that very instant that I started having taking exception, the server comes up and he goes, "So how's everything?" And I was so exasperated, not by his question, but by the fact that I started realizing the gravity of what I was in. Mm-hmm. I was realizing that we were going to spend 180 bucks, and it's absolute garbage. And so, and nothing. I mean, like it would be one thing to, like you said, if we had a couple things that were the same, just a couple we, redeeming that qualities. We loved. Let not me load. One, not one. Thing. Even the seafood was was very very questionable. Yeah, it was just poorly done. Yeah. you know. And I was like, okay, so I'm going to spend 180 bucks. On this food, and and I would I'd give you two hundred, I'd give you three hundred if the food's right, okay. But you're not gonna stick it to me over some food that is far from right. I mean, okay? it's so mediocre, so wrong. So, anyways, the guy comes to me. He says, "How was it?" I said, "Oh, you know what?" I said, "I don't remember what I said." We said you said, "I'll be honest with you, I'm I'm really disappointed." That's what I said, and I and I and I could tell I could tell you if I remember how I said it. I said it with a, I was a little torn. I was exasperated. Mm-hmm. I felt bad for the guy. Because his business, I mean, it's his. He's works there. But you also said to you know, it's nothing to do with you. He goes, but it's, I've been. I used to come here years ago, yeah. and we used to come for this certain certain things, and we started naming off what we like. Yeah, and, and he, he kind of went, yeah, and he, yeah, and he remembered because he's like, yeah, well, they changed everything, yeah. and once they changed the interior, they changed all this stuff. They they changed everything, yeah. and he even agreed it was not as good. So so he he kind of went away, and five minutes later. A man comes up in a suit and he says, you know, I heard you had some issues and I heard that, you know, blah, 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 you weren't so happy with the food. And I said, look, man, I used to come here a long time ago and it was amazing. And now it's three times as much and it's far from amazing. Yeah. And um, and I try to be as nice as possible. Yeah. And I wasn't even at that moment um, throwing a hook out and fishing for some discount. I was, no, I mean, that wasn't even that wasn't it at all. We were just being honest and yeah. saying, look, you know, we came a long way and. We expected to ha- be blown away the way we always were, yeah. and it was it was definitely a letdown. So, needless to say, the man was nice enough to say the lunch, the breakfast was comped. I really stopped drinking coffee or eating anything at that moment because I just said, you know what, it, it, I'm not here for that. Yeah, I don't want to load up on this crud. And so um, we left. Uh, we but because of the fact that we had gone through all the trouble, we did tip out our waiter, and we um, we will definitely go back. At some time in the near future, maybe months from now, to give it another chance. They said they were going to change the way they do the omelets, and yeah. you know they knew that that was an issue. Well, that's and, one of the many. Yeah, and we told them about other things you need to bring back, but yeah. So hopefully yeah. they heard. Hopefully they heard because the, the the server did say, you know what, it better coming from you. Yeah. If you if Which I tell him what you say, then it's going to be discounted. If he's if, but if he I said say, it, he said you know we've said stuff to them before, but yeah. it doesn't. It just falls on deaf ears you right, know they're, right. they're not going to listen to the staff as much as they will the customers right, right. so 
Um, on that bright note, I want, we'll end the podcast today and want to say uh, thank you for anybody who's listening. We're just getting started with this. Uh, you know what? Maybe you'll have a chance to critique us online. Let us know how we're doing. Um, we're going to obviously be talking about anything that comes in the world of food. And um, we hope to do many of these. And um, signing off for now. Anything to say? Nope. Okay. I'm hungry. Let's go uh, eat. Let's, eat. let's go eat. Bye.